It got six stars out of ten from this person, and it was meh as the main title. It's not the greatest scary movie that's ever been made, that's for sure, but it'll do in a pinch. I don't. I wouldn't waste my money on seeing this, but if you can catch it on Netflix, you can't, you dumb hoe, because it's on Shudder. Anyway, this movie is overly done with blood and gore in a cheesy way. End of review. I want to play a game. Here's Johnny. Welcome to my world, bitch. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho <laughs> And when you're down here with me, you float down. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Friday the 14th podcast. I am one-fourth of your host. Manny Fresh, and um, before we go on to all the four hosts, I just want to say welcome back, everybody who's joining us. Thank you for those of you who have subscribed to our YouTube channel, uh, liked us on Instagram, even liked us on Facebook. We hope that you're staying safe during this quarantine, and now I'm going to hand it off to the rest of my peers. Um, one of your uh, other hosts, Lima Salawan Franco. And I'm the third part of your host, Mr. Fuentes. And I'm the fourth host of this podcast, the bad guy Nick H. H is still silent. Ooh. Ah. And together we are one. And together we are the Power Rangers. <laughs> We're five grown-ass adults with attitude. <laughs> I'm sorry, too, if you're going to have to join in and be one of the grown-ass adults. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Tiff, you can be, uh, you can be Kimberly or Trini. How the fuck be- did the, the bad guy become uh, Power Ranger? You could be Tommy, then, because you're bad, and then you become good. Oh. And then the good guy. Chucky? The good- I'm I don't understand. How did you become the good guy? Oh, that's true. Good okay, you know what? This is too much confusion. Let's just stick with Nick being the bad guy. Uh, Nick, you're not a Power Ranger. You happy? Um, three okay. grown-ass adults with attitude. <laughs> you're, the one, you're the one who wants to be the bad guy. You really just say, okay, all right. You know what, Nick? You can be a Power Ranger. Oh, my gosh. I'm just trying to make you happy. Thank you. Not the blue one, though. Uh, just, just restart the whole intro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, we're a horror podcast, not a horror Yeah, podcast. don't get me started, because I can go on and on about that, but we're not. So, today we're going to be covering, uh, this is one of my choices, uh, the movie Monster Party, made in 2018, exclusively on Shudder right now. Again, guys, as we said before countless times, download Shudder. It's an amazing app to watch a bunch of horror films. And then again, guys, it's horror films that you probably wouldn't have ever heard of or even sat through, which is good, because... Sometimes repetitiveness can be kind of boring, or if you have too much of one thing, like sometimes I'll be on Netflix, I see the same thing over and over, and then I'm like, you know what, there's all these good choices, I don't know what to watch. With Shutter, I feel it's more like, you know what, hey, this looks good, press play. So, um, Yeah, I know what you mean. That's like, a, it, it is really a lot of uh, unknown type of movies and stuff like that, so it's like a whole, it's almost like, you don't really know what you're going to watch. You're just like, oh, this looks good. Yep. And then you watch it, and it, it is good. It usually is. I agree. I agree. Whenever you enter the, the app, uh, and it kind of gives you like a 
it gives you a little thing showing. So I thought that's pretty that's pretty cool. Like it shows you stuff like automatically. Yeah, which is super dope. So yeah, Shutter. Whenever you you feel like obligated to like support our podcast, we'll definitely sponsor you. Not obligated, but more whenever you feel the right time that we can be a perfect match for each other. Which we're already a perfect match for each other right now. But you know, whenever you have that attraction towards us, let us know. Just say. If it was harmony.com, like we'd be matched together, Shutter. Monster Party is a 2018 horror thriller written and directed by Chris Von Hoffman. Um, Chris Von Hoffman. Oh, yeah. Von Hoffman. I love that. Von (laughs) Hoffman. Yeah, Chris Von Hoffman. Hello, everybody. I'm Chris Von Hoffman with your 3 o'clock news. Today in the news, somebody died. Thank you for tuning in. Catch me here again at 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock and at 10 o'clock because I have nothing better to do with my life. Um, I'm sorry, Chris Von Hoffman. Your name just sounds pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so a, a quick little synopsis of the film is... um. It's basically the story of three young thieves who decide to carry out a heist in a mansion to pay off an urgent debt. When the plan goes awry, the young thieves realize that the party invitees invitees are not as normal as they seem, causing all hell to break loose. That was provided to you by Wikipedia. All right, that synopsis was provided to you by Wikipedia. Um, but you know what? I'm not the best at the questions in this baby. So there's your synopsis. Franco, you're the best at the questions in this, sir. Were you carried away with a few questions as far as? Before, before well, we do all that, I want to point out that I'm on, what is it? I, IMD, IMDb. IMDb. And I'm looking at the full like cast and credits. And you know how they do like special thanks to like random ass people at the end? Like probably someone who sponsored money or something like that. Um, only one person gets a special thanks. So thank you, Adam Paulson, for being that special thanks in this movie. You're the only one. How do you feel, Adam? Let me know. He me up on Facebook. Yeah. Let me know how you feel. Sign to the DMs. In Let DM us know, DMs. Adam. AM or the, well, before AM or the PM. Before we get into the questions, uh, the cast members were... Sam Strike played Casper. Yep. Brandon Michael Hall played Dodge. Virginia Gardner played Iris. Those are the three um, characters. Thieves. Yeah, three thieves. <laughs> and then uh, it was basically a family that lived in the mansion. Uh, the four members of the family were Keon Lolly, who played Elliot Dawson, Erin Moriarty as Alexis Dawson, Robin Tunney as Roxanne Dawson, and Ju- Julianne McMahon. As Patrick, no, Julian, Julian McMahon, as Patrick Dawson. And uh, one of the other characters I'll point out that uh, had a big role was Lance Reddick as Milo. Mm. Um, Lance Reddick. I do want to point out to the girl uh, that Alexis, Arian uh, Moriarty, you can catch her on The Boys, which is streaming on Amazon. It's a really good show. And she's one of the main characters in it. I just thought I'd throw them out there. And, and, And one more thing. Elliot, Keon Lolly, he used to be a Viner. That dude was on Vine. 
Yeah, he's a, he's a YouTuber yeah. now, or was a YouTuber. Yeah. Um, he's actually my favorite actor in the yeah. the movie. I really enjoyed his character, to be which honest. Which is, uh, yeah, I was writing down my favorite scene. I was like, I need to look up this guy who played him, and then I found out he was a YouTuber. I was like, huh, a fucking YouTuber being a good yep, actor? Exactly, that's the way I saw wow. it. Wow. I got the I freaked out right now. <laughs> I freaked out when I. <laughs> I freaked out right now when I found out that I was like, "Wait, Keon Lolly? I've heard that name before." And I was like, "Wasn't this dude on Vine?" And then I went to go look up a Vine compilation, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Because he was actually one of the, one of my favorite characters. Not only that, I, at first I thought he was the dude that says "No regrets" on "We're the Millers," because they kind of like look somewhat the same. The one that was like the one that has the tattoo that says "No regrets." Um, but no, it's totally different guys. But still, I really enjoyed his character in this film. He was pretty sadistic and twisted. Yeah, well, um, talking about favorite character, I guess we'll jump into favorite scene right away. Um, I'll go first real quick since we're talking about him already. My favorite scene of the movie was um, Elliot and Dodge. They're in the restroom. And uh, just that whole kill scene, Elliot kills Dodge. Yeah. That whole kill scene all together, along with the mother talking about being a recovering serial killer, pretty much, while that whole thing's going on. That was my favorite way. I thought it was shot perfectly. The way Elliot came off was real sadistic, and um, I can't think of the word right now, but not badass. Definitely not badass, but the way he came off, it, it looked really good. And then um, he ended up being in the bathtub with the blood. I like the way he came off. He looked real psychotic and murderous. Murderous. There you go. That's the word. Murderous. Yeah. That was my favorite thing. I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. I, I think my uh, my favorite scene is like that whole little scene where they're like um, they're freaking out about the brother that's trapped underneath the basement. And I guess the dad knows that the daughter has them trapped underneath there, and uh, he starts playing like this little, this little um, music box. And as soon as like everyone in the house hears it, everyone starts freaking out. Like all the parents, or the the family, the Dalsons, all the Dalsons, and even especially the girl that was trying to protect the other two guys, or two girl, the girl and the guy. And then whenever the brother popped out of the basement all disfigured and crazy like <laughs> he like attacks them or they try to attack him he ends up biting off the face of that girl but like right after he bites off the face like he pulls out a little honky horn and I don't know exactly what he says but he's just like basically yeah like and it's just like good morning and good night and then like and then the guy like yeah, he says something weird and like really fast with a giant smile and honks the horn, yeah. and then the guy slices his head. I, like that part, that scene right there was like just, it was magical. It was magical. Find that scene over and over. I guess when he said, uh, What's up? I guess when he said, Praise God on that scene. He might have. I didn't hear what he said, honestly. I just know it was funny. Like his facial expression and him pulling out the little honky thing was like hilarious. And then he died immediately. Yeah, yeah. So did the other girl. They did. They really did a, like a good job of making you like, oh, she's pregnant. Oh, uh, other guy dodges 
like girlfriend like father basically and then like yeah then everything transpires and you're like oh well yes yeah the friend just like let her die though that was the thing yeah that got me yeah out. that was like, pretty he didn't try to push yep. him off exactly well, i mean but... he he already fell on the ground and she got attacked she was getting attacked yeah but he, he was just looking at the the dude he could have pushed her off because i think if i'm mistaken um she pushed him off of him if i'm not mistaken i think that's how it was and then she got attacked i don't know i think i think I think you are thinking normal logic when this is movie logic. Well, yeah, it's movie logic <laughs> still. Like, come on. Anyone else? Sorry about that, but I just wanted to say uh, a few things. Before we go a little further into this, I wanted to break down some of the stuff. Um, so, because I want to explain more backstory just a bit um, before I, I, I say a few of like the favorite scenes and things like that. But basically, as we said, the synopsis, right? It's three teens who are kind of down on their luck. Um, you know, uh, one of the teens, uh, two of the teens are a couple and they're expecting a baby. The girlfriend is two months pregnant and the other teen kind of just wants out of the city that they're living in. And he's tired of the life that they're, you know, kind of living. So they're basically thieves and it's, it's very early on. You figure that out. Um, the teen that kind of wants out of the city and everything like that. His father's really has a really bad gambling addiction and owes this um this uh, the owner of a strip club who's also kind of like I wouldn't say a mob boss but a guy who really wants his money. So when that teen's dad is threatened, uh, um, and basically he has to what a night to come up with ten thousand dollars or the the father's going to get killed. And so then the teen who's pregnant invites the other two friends and is like, "Hey, I'm hosting." I'm going to basically be a, a waitress at this get-together for these rich people. Y'all should join me. So they join, and they think what a night was just, you know, what was supposed to be just a regular night where they were host of a small little party. It turns out that it's like an AA meeting for recovering serial killers. Um, so I just wanted to point that out just to throw that in there uh, because I thought that was – I thought that was pretty cool. Um the whole uh, recovering serial killers vibe—that was pretty dope. It was, yeah, it was a, it was a different uh, concept uh, from what we're based off of other movies. It was a good concept. Yeah, I like I like the concept too. I thought it was pretty hilarious um, that they just happened to end up in a house of recovering <sighs> recovering uh, killers. The um, my favorite scene though in the film, um, to me was uh, the very the very end scene where main character, well one of the main characters I keep forgetting his name and I feel super bad so let me pull it up real fast. Where Sam goes to get his father back. Oh, uh, Casper. thousand dollars. <clears throat> yeah, Casper. I'm sorry, I'm calling him by his real name. Forgive me, Casper. Where Casper goes back to get his father. And he just, like, goes into the strip club, starts stabbing everybody with a katana. But before he does that, he slices the bodyguard's neck, right? Like, he's like, what do you, oh, you're back. And then he, like, slices his neck, goes inside, and then just starts killing everybody, like, nobody's business. Walks in there, kills the owner, and then, like, looks at his dad with blood all over. I thought it was a really cool scene. Um, How in the world uh, (laughs) will he, you know, avoid being arrested after that? I don't know. Because, like, clearly, everything was in the open in a place that has multiple cameras. 
So that was a little weird. But other than that, I really enjoyed that scene. That was probably uh, my favorite scene in the movie. Although the movie itself has a bunch of other scenes, like the one that Franco mentioned, that was honestly one of my favorite scenes as well. The whole, um, when uh, you said Elliot, right? If I'm correct. Elliot, yeah. yeah when Elliot. Elliot's in the bathroom and does the whole killing scene. Uh, one of my favorite characters in the film was Elliot. Uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely enjoyed that scene too. That's funny that you mentioned that uh, the ending scene. That's actually my least favorite scene. We can all have our own opinions, even You're if wrong. yours is wrong. <laughs> so, Nick, what's your favorite scene? Well, besides all the killing scenes, um, I, I I do love the part where they're, in, um, they're at the pool. It's pretty much towards the ending also. Uh like they they think they're they're gonna get away and out of nowhere they just get knocked out and they wake up and they're at the pool site um and of course the brother was um Elliot right yeah <laughs> yeah now he's uh he's making them do this well not really a, a game per se but you know I guess <laughs> how they had it set up that they're gonna like work because the string was gonna fall ropes. down the pool the ropes yeah yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, he's playing that like sick game with them. I, I do like the whole thing where he like uh, made him choose like who's gonna be a dick and uh, take one <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, who's gonna save their life over the other yeah. ones? That was a good scene as well. That's because he ends up just like cutting the other girls anyway. Yeah, it's like oh, I gotcha. <clears throat> that was a real bad guy. He was. He was basically a Nick H. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So screw him. I guess we get into uh, least favorite scenes. Uh, like I said, mine was the one Manny picked. But it was the only reason was because how Manny said it. Um, there's no way he's not gonna go to jail. I was just thinking that logic. Like, why are you doing this yeah. right now? Like, you're struggling, I guess, to kill before in the movie, and now all of a sudden you killed one person. Boom. Or you kill two people, I think, actually. And now you're going to be a serial killer. Go kill all these other people. Eliminate your problem. And just the way they closed off the movie was him dropping the katana on the floor with his dad there. And it just ends right there. Only that, he, I thought, I'll kill the dad, too. He also got, like, a really good car and $100,000. And didn't even have to pay any of it back because he killed everybody. But I'm like, damn, homie, like, now you can't even spend that money. Like, you're definitely going to get caught. And then he's gonna, really and the, yeah. then the money's gonna go to his dad, who obviously has a gambling problem. So all that money, yeah, all that money's gonna, gone. Wasted, wasted in a day, unless his unless his dad shows any. Well, you know what? No, he's kind of screwed. There's no use in paying the court fees and like trying to get him as innocent because he definitely went in there and killed everybody, whether they were innocent or not, whether they did anything to him or not. So it's you know, and go ahead. That scene. That scene reminded me of uh, Scott Pilgrim as well. Scott Pilgrim versus the World, where uh, he gets a second chance and he goes in. Oh, what's the password? Oh, uh, <laughs> and he just kills everybody. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was dope. Thank you for reminding me of that movie. I love Scott Pilgrim. That's a dope movie. Probably my favorite movie. Favorite scenes? Uh, yeah. Favorite scene. Um, I can't really think of anything. Pass. Someone else go. Okay, there's one scene that I couldn't stand, and there's 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 a reason. Uh, I didn't like the scene where the dude was laughing at the dinner table, and he pisses off that other dude who's kind of dressed like 
Norman Bates from American Psycho. And he like brings out his guitar and like he's about to start playing the music and the other dude across from him is laughing, the freckled kid. Uh, what's it called? And like there's this whole confrontation where I wanted something to happen and then nothing happens. He just says like, okay, like calm down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was probably my least favorite scene because I wanted that kid to be smacked in the face. I'm sorry. I feel like that kid's he, he's from Stranger Things. He played a jerk in Stranger Things. He was one of Steve's friends. And he's from Jeepers Creepers 3. Uh, but he was a good guy in Jeepers Creepers 3. And then that, that scene just really bothered me. But another thing that I don't remember at all for the life of me is how did that guy die? The one that was playing the guitar. I never saw his death. He, he fell down the stairs. There you go. Okay, there it is. I completely forgot about that scene. I guess because he had a really like lame death. Just falls downstairs. Yeah, he did yeah, have he a lame did. death. Like he didn't get any kind yeah. of revenge. Like how I expected the movie to play out was that like they were gonna start trying to kill each other, but instead they were just trying to kill the intruders for the most part. Um and that one guy, the the Lance Reddick character Milo. You could tell that one guy really wanted to kill him. Who was his what's his name? Patrick. Patrick really wanted to kill Milo. Um, and he does, and he does. I like, I like the, I like Milo. That was uh, my favorite character. Then it was Elliot. Milo was more of the, um, peacekeeper. Yeah, I guess I as much as you get a peacekeeper as you know, killer. But that was my actually my favorite um character. And then it was Elliot, who was oddly enough the killer. Yeah, and then you have uh, what's her name, who wasn't the killer at all. His sister had never killed. Yeah. Remember that? His sister had never killed. Is that what they said? Yeah, the, the dad's like, we know, you know, you're not like us. Like, he, ba- the dad basically told her multiple times, like, like she's the only one that didn't ne- had never killed. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't get the implication of it. But yeah, it was implied. Yeah, and then she's, you know, was kicking butt and just I- killing everybody. So I don't really have a least favorite scene, more just like a like a I wouldn't say a plot hole, just kinda like I understand movie logic, the movie has to keep going forward, so this is why things happen in movies. Everyone that hates certain parts of a movie is usually because the movie needs to keep going forward and this has to happen for it to go forward. Anyway, I hate that he had this gun and like he just didn't come out of that room just shooting heads. Like they obviously something like happened. Like he had the upper hand. As soon as one guy, because like he told somebody to move, he didn't move. Like he was just like, "Oh, what are you gonna do?" Like, and I was just like, "Yeah, that's your first thing right there." The guy who says, "What are you gonna do?" You shoot him in the head. No, it's not what he did. He just said it again. Move, move. Yeah, as much as I liked Milo in this movie, I expected him to shoot Milo's head through the door. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whenever Milo, saw, that would have been dope. Like that would have been the start of it. But for some reason, he has his gun the whole like you know the movie, and he's just like too afraid to use it. But I'm like, bro, your life's at stake here. Just drop any type of civil rule or like morality that you have. Yeah, pretty, like you need to get out of this house. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it was basically he wasn't. Um, they want to play off he wasn't a killer until he saw his friend die. That he had to become a killer because yes. he didn't kill anybody, I believe, until. Um, the brother kills the pregnant friend. Yes. So it's basically that's whenever he fully, I guess, fully felt it um, 
in its head that fuck I'm about to die or I'm gonna kill this guy. Yeah. What's crazy to me is that like he gets that urge like oh yeah now I want to kill right and but like the whole time that like like he didn't save his friend right she dies still and then like oh I'm not a killer I don't want to kill but then you get that instinct when you go get your dad. Like, now I just want to kill a bunch of people who didn't put my life in danger. Like, I can imagine if he killed just the bodyguard and killed, uh, but, and killed just the, the, the guy who was holding his dad hostage. That would make sense. But this man killed a few innocents in there. Like, the other bodyguards I get, yeah, you have to kill. Get them out of your way. But then he, like, he, like stabs two girls for no reason. That's pretty much. You know what I'm saying? That's my only quorum with that whole scene is that, like, he started killing the strippers. Like, I understand the bodyguards. They're in your way. They're getting paid to get killed, basically. Like, that's their job. But this stripper over here, she's just trying to get money for college or her, her kids. Like, why'd you get to kill them? Was just, it was so random because he doesn't kill all of them either. He just kills, like, two of them. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't kill. And that's what I was like, wait, wait, when did you... Were you just, like, was he in, like, this rampant, rampant, like, just, like so upset that he did not pay attention like his eyes were just bloodshot red because I was like you know you, you were hesitating all up in that house and now you're you know Deadpool you know like no like I'm, you know like I, I, I get like that was my thing I mean it's not so much a gripe it's just getting mad at Casper for being like the girl who was pregnant like you just let her die like that homie come on it's about sending a message yeah I guess this is the, the, the director was like, sometimes in life you got to let a bunch of people die in front of you to gain the courage to fight back. Hell yeah. And kill. Uh, yeah, at least I've seen it. Uh, I really remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just to say something, I guess. Uh, yeah. I didn't like the, the guys were just being dicks. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking hate those guys. Oh yeah, dude. Two, like the two dish bags. Yes. Those are the freckle face, the freckle face, and the guy with his hair back. But I like the way that Lance took care of him. The one with the slick back hair. Yeah. The way like he pulled his skin off. Ah, oh, that was dirty. And then he just starts bashing his head in. Yeah, my little dirty. Yeah. yeah, Milo. I'm sorry, I said Lance. I don't know why the hell I said Lance. When did Lance come? That's his name. That's his real name. Uh, that's his uh. That's oh, name. okay, yeah, my bad. Yeah, Milo's character. That was super dope. And um, it's Dr. Doom that kills him, right? <laughs> I call him Dr. Doom because that's the guy that played Dr. Doom. The dad was the guy that played Dr. Doom. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four movies. Patrick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's... yeah that, that scene pissed me off, too, when he just... Uh, Milo finally uh, finds the urge to kill this fucking asshole. And then Patrick just fucking shoots him like he yeah. just dies by a gunshot. And then he's like, one of, like, one of my on. favorite scenes was like, don't forget the reason you're you're here. It's because of me. If it wasn't for me, you would uh, be locked up in prison with like cum dripping out your asshole every day or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he basically puts him in his place and tells him like, you know, the only reason that you're even safe and shit is because I provided this. Like, don't forget. And then for him to like kill him, I was like, come on, dude. Like, are you serious right now? Yeah. Not, like, okay. It's kind right. of like a, like a, I understood why he did it, but at the same time, it's like yeah. a respect thing at the same time where you're just like, you don't kill the guy who got you out of prison. Yeah. But he just did it. Like, kind of what he explained to the woman 
on the on the step because she was mourning over Milo's death, and he was just like, "Oh, don't mourn over that piece of crap. He's just a cult leader, and you know it." Like, I can kind of see that too. Or just like, yeah. All right, I guess you're right. He is a shitty person. I guess maybe. <laughs> you're you are all shitty people, but you know he's out. He's shittier than you. Something like that. I don't know, man. Yeah, they're all heartless. All of them. Even the the daughter was heartless. So telling um uh Casper, no time for feelings. You know, uh, woo. Yeah, and then he uh, re- used it her. on her as well. Whenever he killed her dad, yeah. he's like, "No time for feelings." He's like, "Got your ass, bitch." <laughs> I do like the way the mom was like, "Well, what is it gonna take for you to stay quiet?" Excuse me. He's like a hundred thousand dollars in any car. You're right. In, like, in, okay. in a car. Oh. I was like, that car is like a hundred thousand dollars. Jesus. Yeah, I was like, you gave him a hundred thousand dollar car, a hundred thousand dollars, and he just killed your husband and your son. But uh, yeah. Oh, she killed her son. Just wait. She killed her son. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It makes sense. I'm sorry. Well, uh, oh, she attempted to kill the son. Oh, because he jumps out of the water. Yeah. yeah, he jumps out of the water and then she like finishes it off. But yeah, I think uh, it was a it was a good it was a good movie overall. Yeah, I agree. I enjoyed it overall. It was a it was a slow way to start mm-hmm. it again, like uh, the last movie, Summer of '84. Yeah. It took a while because the first death scene wasn't until like fifty minutes. Oh in, wow! And this movie was like about an hour and forty five. Yeah. So once it gets started, it gets started. But um, yeah, the first death scene was Elliot's, which the one I, I mentioned that it was my favorite, and it just went right into it. He fucking chopped yeah, off he's like, the like, hand. Let me see your hand. And. Uh, and uh, it just jumped right into it, basically. Yeah. That was dope. That was a really good scene, too. Man, that was a good scene. Um, oh, yeah. We, to point out... A, to point out... Oh, go ahead, Puntus. Um, the black guy did die first. Well. The oh, only black guy. guy died first. <laughs> it's a movie. Horror yeah. movie stereotypes. Not only that, he was going to be a dad. Oh. Dude, that's gonna be there for the yeah. kid. That sucks, dude. Oh man. Uh, I want to add a new segment to the show. I I'm not telling you how, how big my cock is. You already asked too many times. And I'm not telling you. What up, PG? Uh, oh, Nick told me already. Sorry. Uh, um, you know, how, like the old school DVDs, old school movies have. I don't know if they have them anymore. I haven't paid attention too much, but. The movie posters had that little uh, caption to it, basically like, oh, um, I think uh, Saw, if I'm not mistaken. Like a slogan, like a catch catchphrase or something like that? It's cool. Yeah. Like uh, Saw has every puzzle, has its pieces. Saw 3 has suffering. You haven't seen anything yet. Like, uh, slogans get you interested in it, I guess. And um, this one didn't have anything. So I want to add a new segment where we give them a a slogan. And uh, I guess I'll go first since I'm almost out of it. Uh, for Monster Party, I was thinking something like say caterers. So this caterings to the catering is killing. Killer? It's killer. Yeah, this catering is killer. Catering is killer. For sure. Let's see. 
monster party. <laughs> it's a party to die for. <laughs> um, that was good. Um, I'm trying to come up with this thing. What I got? What I got? Come on. The mom, um, uh, Roxanne, who was played by Robin Turley. Turley? Turley? She was, I think, the main baddie in The Craft. I think she also played... Isn't she also the same person who does Waterboy? Isn't that the same character? Actor? Vicky Valancourt, that's a different girl. She's on the craft. The The girl that you're talking about, the mom, she was the, the girl on the craft that they met. Um, the other three craft members, they met her. She was like the girl that didn't know she had powers yet. Okay. That's who the mom was. I wonder if she looks so familiar. Um, yeah. I was looking at... Vicky Valancourt, yeah. Vicky Valancourt. Yeah, I think of that when you, man, that's funny. It's me, your daddy, Roberto. <laughs> All right, no, I can't. <laughs> no, um, oh, come on, come on, monster party. Oh shit, that's all I got. Oh shit, that's all I got. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, there's my slogan. That's all I got. Um, for mine, it, it it's not really original at all, but it, um, it would be something like. Get rich, I try. Oh, damn. damn. Oh, Monster- Are you Curtis Jackson? <laughs> Monster party, get rich or die trying. Damn, bro. He this is about to be the hottest album ever. Damn. That's the bad guy for you. There you go, guys. Y'all needed to know anything about Nick. There you go. There's your answer. Get rich or die trying. Get rich or die trying, bitch. <laughs> We ain't playing around in these parts, boy. The bad guy. There you go, guys. There's the bad guy. If you needed a little glimpse into how bad he is, there's the slogan. Get rich with that show. um... I'll kick off the the ratings like we did last week. We changed it to machetes. Machetes. Sorry, machetes. Uh, I will Photoshop that guy's face into your next thing if you say it again. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give this uh, film a three and a half half machetes. It was, um, again, it was really good, but it took time. uh, It took time to kick off, but once it did, it went for a ride. Uh, Some of the acting was meh, but the only, the, the two damn good ones were, again, Elliot and Milo. I agree. I'm going to go ahead and give it the same amount. Same amount. Three and a half machetes for me as well. Really enjoyed this film. Uh, Shudder just putting out hits like that, man. Uh, I, yeah, definitely. Keon Lolly, if I ever cringed at one of your vines, uh, you're a much better actor than you were a uh, viner. And, um, oh, shit. It's crazy because – no, it's true because, like, on Vine, you only had six, cents to show, six seconds to show if you were any good. This movie, you got to shine, and I definitely enjoy the hell out of your character. Um, and then Milo. Milo was amazing. Um, super dope guy. And um, the two jerks, for what they were, I enjoyed them even though I hated them. They played their part well enough for me to hate them. So I got to give them a little credit. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Three and a half machetes for me. Uh, I think I'll give it three machetes. Uh, it was like... It was the same, like I felt for uh, the last review. It, it was something I it it kept my attention for most of the movie, but it doesn't feel like something I'd watch again. Um, but it was entertaining for what it was. I can't really. There's nothing really else I have to say about it. All right. Um, I give it three machetes. It's good. 
It's good, it's good. Um, uh, I thought that that one scene that was pretty funny whenever um, Elliot, he uh, shows Dodge's hand to uh, his girlfriend because he had cut it off. <laughs> oh, and he's clapping while walking toward yeah, her the, with the her. Hand. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Actually, it's a really good scene. I thought three layers. So three machetes, three Danny, Danny trails. Ooh, three hey. Danny trails. I think the the only negative to this movie was that it was like basically an hour and forty five to an hour and fifty minutes. And um, whenever I was watching, I don't know if I was tired from coming back home from work or if it was just a movie, but I felt the the hour and fifty minutes that I was there. Like usually, I'm able to. Uh, forget about it and like you know time goes by whatever this one i was able to fill it especially since it, again it took 50 minutes to kick it off i was like Where, where's the where's the horror aspect to this but uh once it kicked off it kicked off yeah a moment oh, yeah. of silence guys just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> just kidding um yeah but that was <laughs> you want to hear, hear random trivia yeah, i know what you're talking about do it say random it. trivia say it. This, this film was dude. shot in 17 days. It's so crazy. 17 freaking days. They're like, bro, I don't even want to film this shit. So you better do it fast. <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. Yeah. 17 days. Pretty impressive. Gosh. I guess. 17 days tops. Can you like not from <laughs> the very beginning so we can get some good footage? Oh, some good shit. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Was actually, uh, we're sorry. Uh, cut in 18 days. <laughs> Filmed in 18 days. Is this a song podcast now? Nah, I'm oh, just kidding. It's okay. <laughs> <That's> all, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is a song podcast, That's man. Funny, it's a James Bond podcast. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah? Fun fact. WK videos were all shot um, yeah. less than a day. Okay, let's be honest. There was a couple that were shot in two some days. Some fun facts? You want some fun facts? That was mainly because, you know, it's a match. some fun facts? <laughs> <laughs> all stupid I was say you know that little pocket you know that little pocket on your Perfect. jeans that, that the smaller pocket inside your big pocket on jeans you know how there's that always that little yeah. pocket on your right hand side when you wear pants you know what that's for it's for chap it's for chapstick alright I'm gonna read I'm gonna read a, a user review I found on I, IMB IMDB and I just, I'm kind of upset with it. That's why I want to read it. It got six stars out of ten from this person. And it was meh as the main title. It's not the greatest scary movie that's ever been made. That's for sure. But it'll do in a pinch. I don't, I wouldn't waste my money on seeing this. But if you can catch it on Netflix, you can't, you dumb hoe. Because it's on Shudder. Anyway, this movie is overly done with blood and gore in a cheesy way. End of review. This, I just want to say something. That's actually a good segment we should start. We should start a segment where we read a review that disagrees with what we say and our opinion of the film, and then bash them for making that (laughs) comment. Okay, guy. So Coogan Dash Zero One. You can't find it. You can't find it on Netflix. Dumbass, the Shutter exclusive. You're fucking stupid. Don't leave a review, and then you gave it. And you gave it six out of ten stars. I mean, if you really want to talk about it being cheesy, we're giving it a fucking one or two. Give it fucking six. You don't give a film a six and then talk down on it like that, you idiot. 
Her next act three looks stupid. You know what? Just don't even review films anymore. Just don't. You're stupid. I hate you. Your parents hate you. They haven't told you, but they do. That was dumb. Over the top blood and gore. So what's enough for you, bro? A nosebleed? Does that send you to the hospital? You get scared of a damn nosebleed? Too much blood and gore? I'm sorry, Mr. Picky Pants. Dumb. This this reviewer gets five butter, butter knives. knives up his butt. We're being stupid. It'll be being dumb. <laughs> Calm down, Manny. It'll be okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like a segment where we just bash the hell out of people whose opinions were different than ours. <laughs> I think can can we just do the segment where uh, me Fuentes and Nick pick <laughs> and we let you do the rant. Just like now for Manny's rant. I just want to say your parents don't love you, Coogan. They don't. That's a stupid (laughs) username. Just start going off on them. These people just stop. These people subscribe to our podcast just to hear us talk trash about them. People start purposely putting bad reviews on movies that we gave a thumbs up on. That'd be so crazy, dude. That'd be funny. Uh, But but overall, uh, the way that we rate this scale... Uh, I gave it a uh, – what did you give it, Franco? Three and a half? I gave it a three and a half. Uh, I gave it a three and a half. Uh, Fuentes gave it a three. three and and a Nick, half. you gave it uh, what again? Danny Pinojos, how many? A three. Chris? So it's three. Okay. three. So it's like three split in between. So what, what's the overall score, Franco? But we give this three and machetes. a quarter. 3.25. We had a sound machetes. box. We make a little machete sound, but we don't have a sound box. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I like that. There you go. It's a sound. It's All a right, sound of uh, whatever point it makes. Oh, that was fun. That really was. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, three point twenty-five is the uh, this final score. Uh, 3.25 machetes. We hope y'all enjoyed this um review of Monster Party, which is uh va- available exclusively through Shutter. You hear that, Coogan, dumbass? It's on Shutter, exclusively through Shutter. Again, guys, <laughs> we always give a shout out to Shutter. Um, it's such a great app if you're a fan of foreign movies and something different for a change. Uh, go check it out right now. I don't know if they're still offering the extended 30 day free trial. If not, it's a seven day trial. And then you're paying like six six bucks at the most for a monthly thing, which is not too bad if you're not doing if you don't have any other subscriptions or maybe you're just more a fan of horror. So it's not too expensive. Um, so uh, what's it called? A few things I want to say before I take off. Um, please subscribe to us on our YouTube channel, Friday the Fourteenth Podcast. Uh, go like our Instagram page, Friday the Fourteenth Podcast. Go like our Facebook page, Friday the Fourteenth Podcast. Um, and we greatly appreciate every single one of the followers and likes that we've gotten this past week and people who even messaged us. Have messaged us. Thank you for that. Um, my name is Manuel. You can find me on Instagram at MannyFresh18. You can find me on Twitter at Prodigal116. Uh, I forgot to say, the fresh is spelled with the PH. Let's keep that shit balanced. All right? So that's it. That's that's the that's that's all I have to say, guys. Y'all take it away. Damn, like that, like that, bro. You gotta put that shit on a t-shirt, man. Put on a hat. I buy that shit. Yeah, like that. Uh, anyways, I'm Franco. Uh, thanks for listening. 
Uh, again, follow us on our platforms, YouTube, Friday the 14th Podcast, Facebook, Friday the 14th and Podcast, and Instagram, Friday the 14th Podcast. We all, four of us are on there, on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, Facebook and Instagram try and post memes. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you like some more memes, go follow us for the memes. And uh, we also post um, movies that we're watching that we're not reviewing. Like the other day I was watching Saul, so I put a picture of Saul on there on my story. So I can see I'm watching that. Uh, we're real talkative. Y'all message us. We're cool about it. We'll message you back. Um, but yeah, you know, you can follow me on my other shit. Uh, my other podcast, Brass and Tacos, and my personal shit is Franco with Emo So Well. Awesome spelled backwards. Awesome spelled backwards. And uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emo So Well Productions. Um, that is it. Take it away. There's another thing I wanted to point out. Uh, if we're. Um... We are frequently like checking up on and posting things on the Facebook and the Instagram. And do we have a Twitter? No. All right, Facebook and Instagram. No. But there is options to message us or even post on the walls on Facebook. You know, let us know what what movies y'all want us to review. And you know, if we get enough like ratings or whatever, we can do it. Um, so how it usually works is we're doing like Manny picks one, Franco picks one. Uh, I pick one, and then Nick picks one. So, I mean, you know, from y'all's request, we could be picking ones that y'all pick um, just to give us an idea of something that we can do. So, like I said, um, or like Manny was saying, subscribe to us on Friday the 14th Podcast on Instagram, Friday the 14th Podcast on Facebook, and Friday the 14th Podcast on YouTube. And I'm Mr. Fuentes. You can find me at Mr. Fuentes361 at pretty much everything on spotify um on instagram on facebook on twitter on the only thing you can't find me on like that is uh youtube which is absolute kings uh, entertainment you can find it there um videos and things that i post on my own and things that i do um but again thank y'all for listening even if, especially if y'all got this far i mean we basically just ramble at the end and make dick jokes so it's really awesome that y'all listen a lot um, and that's all I got to say. Well, you can follow me at on Instagram and Twitter, both same uh, username at NickH2313. Uh, like everyone else is saying, just follow those uh, Friday 14th pages or you can subscribe to the bag on NickH. I probably won't ever upload again, but there's like 15 videos on there you can watch if you're interested. All right, we'll catch y'all guys uh, next week in May for the next podcast. And I haven't chose yet, so I'll let y'all know on Instagram, Facebook, what I choose so you can know beforehand, before time. Watch it ahead. Other than that, peace. Being dead wasn't a problem, but being forgotten, now that's a bitch. Surprise, Sydney. I can't come back if nobody remembers me!